The following podcast is being pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host, The Mexican. And as always, we are live from the road. Well, you know, relatively speaking, of course. Um, we like to record the podcasts as we drive, you know, from city to city, town to town, race to race, tournament to tournament. It just depends on what Mexi's got going on. It's where Mexi can let the ideas flow onto the air. Now, before we start, I hope everybody enjoyed the three podcast special with Coach Clyde. You know, that was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And for those who ever claim that I never do anything for them, let it be known. That Mexi prides himself on the fact that these podcasts are uncensored. These podcasts are usually and basically always unedited. Because I am blunt. I speak my mind. I am the exact same person that you see on the field, that you see at work, that you see out and about. I don't alter myself because I'm in a different scenario. No, that's not how that's not who I am. And so if you can't handle it, then well, well that's that's your own problem. So when Clyde came to me and said, you know what, Mexi, that part three, those last 15 minutes, we gotta edit those. I don't know what I was thinking. You know, we can't put that on the air. I could have been a jackass and said, you know what? Sorry, Clyde. Maybe you shouldn't open your mouth. Those last 15 minutes? No. That's the bread and butter of the podcast. Nothing is censored on Mexi My Matters. I could have I could have said that. But no. You know what? Somebody made a, a formal request. And luckily for Clyde, there was a moment in that podcast where we could have broken it right then and there, right at the 15, you know, with 15 minutes to spare, it was a, a clean break right there, it would it would have not looked bad as a recording, so you know what, I went, I went ahead, sure, I'll edit them out, I edited the last 50 minutes, I cut it out, that doesn't mean I got rid of it, so if anybody ever wants to listen to the last 15 minutes, all you have to do is ask, but that is the one exception I have made 
in 80 plus podcasts we've had So episode 86 was edited Just letting you guys know It was made, the request was made I took care of it So What are we going to talk about today? Okay, well I can't remember if I've already podcasted about this I'm pretty sure I have not But I would like to sum up my Denver marathon that I did, Colorado, state number 34. Um, it was a pretty a pretty good uh, race uh, downhill. Now, it was my first time running straight downhill. And I did not realize how much that would hurt your knees. Like, my knees were took a good week to recuperate after that. It was also in elevation. So we started off at 10,500 feet and ran down to 5,200 feet. Which, you know, the first couple of miles, you're, it's hard to breathe running that fast downhill. And um, I guess running that fast, you know, you tend to poop more. So at mile two, I had to use the porta potty. And then I kept having to pee. I've noticed that the faster I try running, the more I have to pee and the more I have to poop. I'm sure there's a way to like kind of prevent that. I haven't really grasped that much, but again, I'm still evolving as a runner, you know, and so eventually we'll, we'll tweak the system and see how things go. As far as the, the peeing, I mean, that doesn't really take that much time, but I mean, the more hydrated I am, I, I have noticed I've been peeing more during these races. So it's kind of yeah, you kind of have to take it all in and then see how how you can better your time. Um, I did not PR, uh, even though it was downhill. It, it, again, races tend to say things, but they're not really hundred percent true. Oh, this is all downhill. No, the first ten to eleven miles are straight downhill. Yeah, but I mean you're curving down the road, down the mountain. Um, I don't even know what mountain it was called, but I'm pretty sure it was Echo Mountain. I'm not. I'm not 100. Okay, don't quote me on that. I take it back. Don't quote me. So, anyways, once we get down, we got down to uh, Evergreen, Colorado. Then it was kind of up and down, up and down, um, for like a good four to five miles until we took a turn, a left turn, back down the mountain towards Morrison. Colorado, where the race, you know, finished. Well, um, it's kind of hard to go straight downhill and then have to go back up and down, up and down. It's kind of kind of takes its toll. Um, again, still finished under five hours, and uh, I got to you know sightsee Denver. Uh, I I would not mind living there. I well, you know, it's again there's. Couple of things I would not enjoy about Denver. Let's just put it that way. The city had a West Coast feel to it, but uh, it's a little too hippie for me. Like there was a lot of hippie people, and I guess that's why people want to move there and smoke weed because you can, and just be all hippie and foo foo. No, that that was no. I can't do. I can't do that. There's a lot of more Mexicans than normal because, well, I mean, we are closer to the West Coast and Mexico. 
Um, and uh, probably the weather. Like, it'd be super cold most of the time. So I, I think those things, I would not enjoy living there. But, I mean, I didn't mind the city. I mean, I, I could see, you know, maybe doing a sting there for X amount of years, perhaps. You know, who knows? Um, met with some of the maniacs. Uh, actually, you know what? It was more like the half-fanatic ambassador from Oklahoma City, uh, Randy. He was doing that race, too. Uh, I met out with him, and we had pasta dinner. Uh, with some other buddies of his And everybody tends to be more of The people we were hanging out with Were more half fanatics than maniacs Which again All that means is The club has a sub Division called the half fanatics Which is basically Everybody who loves running a bunch of halves Everywhere And there's like levels you can get in the group too Well to me It just seems like a way of getting your mo- Getting more money out of you because every time you run a marathon, you are technically running a half marathon too. You're just going beyond that. So technically, I'm already a half fanatic. And I also don't see the point of traveling all to all these places just to do a half. Like if I'm doing a, if I'm signing up for a half in freaking Alaska, might as well sign up for the full at this point. That's at least my, my view on it. So, I mean... Technically, and then we call people who are in both clubs double agents. I technically consider myself already a double agent because, like I said, every time I do a half, I technically have done the full. So every time I do a full, I technically have done the half. Sorry, backwards. So, um, but yeah, so they were like amazed at like, what I've done. Randy always talks me up to everybody else. He's like, oh yeah, he's a titanium level. I'm like, dude, just no, stop talking about it like that. Like, it, it makes me more conscious of what I've done in, in the short amount of time And I don't like that feeling Like it's, I'm more Yeah I can be cocky But I don't like That when it comes to running Because I'm not the fastest person out there I know that So and, and I know there's people that have done Way more than I've done So I don't like to Like you know Be, be bragged about like, yeah, I'm titanium level. Yeah, uh, there's only like maybe 300 of us that have done it in the club of 15,000. Okay, great. Um, I'm working to doing a 50 miler and a 100 miler. Miler. I've done all six majors. Okay, good. So, I mean, let's leave it at that, okay? I've got more goals I want to accomplish. And we'll see how things go. Uh, the race, you know... Again, we had to get there at like 4 in the morning Because the buses had to take you up the mountain And it was a good hour, hour and a half to get up there Fuck I mean, it messes with your whole flow Like, I had to go to bed by 8 Just to make sure I was up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock Just to make it to the freaking bus area by 4 And then, you know, I, I flew there the Saturday morning, you know, I took a uh, direct flight for Frontier, first time taking Frontier. Um, and unfortunately, I mean, I, I would say first and only time I would take Frontier because they're, I mean, they're terrible. Um, the flight was delayed on the way there for no reason. Um, even though they make you get on the plane by a certain time. Uh, then, you know, the seats are not as comfy as other airlines. 
the tray table is maybe the size of a, a small tablet. Uh, it's kind of kind of ridiculous, but hey, I mean, it's all it makes it only a two and a half hour flight. So I mean, you can suck it up for that long, I guess. So I got there like seven in the morning, got the rental car uh, from Advantage, mind you. Uh, first time I'm using that, I was using that rental uh, agency. It was the cheapest, so it was about 30-some bucks, but apparently they had a $200 deposit that they didn't tell you about until you got there. All right, whatever. So you get the deposit back, no big deal. Uh, when I got the packet, you know, the, the race swag was, was decent. I got some socks, other stuff. I bought this cream that, you know, helps with, like, pain. Because I've been kind of running with this this pain in my bottom of my, my left foot. I don't know what it's from. I'm pretty sure it's running with cleats and running without. But it's only on the left foot. Like, I don't get it on the right, and I don't get it all the time. I only get it when I'm not running in my regular shoes when I go to cleats. So, most of the time, like, sometimes you're in practice. And sometimes, like, in between games, I get it. But I suck it up. Um... So yeah, so got the packet and then oh oh and guess who lives in Denver now, Mr. Ben. You know we might remember him from the challenge, Mr. I think I can run a marathon, but I can't. Um, he was he could have been a good option of you know crashing at his place, you know, to save hotel fees. But again, after what I heard from Clyde and how terrible of a roommate he is, and the fact that I know he's squatting at somebody else's place already no I did not feel like I wanted to stay with Ben sorry or hang out with him for that matter so no you know I I paid a $30 hotel rented a car no big whoop now here's what got me so we all remember how Ben likes to say things but not actually do them case in point he kept Claiming he was training for a marathon and he never did. Well, I'm on my I'm around downtown Denver and I see on Facebook a post from Mr. Ben who which said that he was at Washington Square Park, you know, training with the Denver Bulldogs, the Australian football team of Denver. And I'm like, you know what? That's literally down the road. Let me go check this out. I drove there, got there, nobody was there. I drove around the park, and it's not like a giant park. It's not like Central Park. It's a, it's, it's a decent-sized park, but you can see around the park. Nobody was there. Drove around it, then parked the car, and ran a good, you know, a couple miles just to get the blood flowing and used to the altitude. Nobody was there. Then I decided, you know what? Let me just do a check-in myself. Oh, look, I'm at Washington Square Park. ha, ha, ha. About to go get some bagels. Went to go get my usual bagels, breakfast, Brugger's bagels. And guess who comments on my status? Mr. Ben. Who puts, I was just there. Ha ha ha. You should have told me you were in town, Cabron. Cabron is Spanish for asshole. Listen, Jabroni. Just listen. Because I'm tired of this nonsense. Either A, you posted that status update as practice was ending and then you guys left or you were never there because I was in the area and nobody was there playing footy number two yeah 
I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, see you in Denver or anywhere else. Because as I've said multiple times, and what people fail to understand is that somebody who puts me through that kind of bullshit for of having to do a race for no reason whatsoever other than to get hated on even though I knew I was going to win does not deserve my respect or me to hang out with them. Like, I wouldn't even consider that a friend because a friend of mine, somebody who knows me, would never challenge me to that kind of nonsense. And yeah, we did a whole podcast, you know, episode 82, where Clyde and I went back and forth about how I was the villain. But again, I feel like it it gets brought up every once in a while. And I'm just going to summarize it one more time. The reason I was upset is not because it damaged my ego. It's not because I thought I was going to lose. The reason I was upset is because had I refused to do the challenge, I would have not heard the end of it because I would have, it would have seemed like I was backing down from something. But upon accepting the challenge, I knew I was going to finish. I knew I was going to beat him. I knew he was never going to finish. And I knew I was going to end up being the villain because every time it would be brought up, I would have to talk shit. And then once I finished, obviously, I would get no props for doing what I was said I was going to do. And he got props for basically claiming he finished the marathon when he didn't. He didn't get a medal. He didn't get a finisher's time. He walked the majority of the fucking race and didn't train for it. Anybody else would not be applauding that. Normal people don't applaud that. If I, I and, and this is why it aggravates me. I literally could t- not run for a year and then go out and finish a marathon. Do people applaud me? No. I do that all the time. And people make fun of me. People take jabs at me. Oh, Mexi always bragging about his races. Yeah, I've heard that before. Oh, but when Ben does it, it's applaudable because we like him better. Because he is a jack wagon behind closed doors, but socially when he hangs out with you, he's a nice teddy bear. Fuck off. I'm sorry that I don't have a facade and I don't lie to people and I don't, you know, say I'm going to do something but then not do it. I apologize for that. So that's why it aggravates me. Because I could have taken that time in that week to rest before Tokyo. Probably got a better finishing time in Tokyo. Or I could have used that to go a different weekend to a different race. In a different state that I had not done. I could have done that. But no. And that is why. Okay. Just say we 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 congratulate him because we don't like you, Mexi. Not because, oh, um, yeah, he actually did something that is applaudable. Because, no, it's not. And so that alone, that, that, see, I forgive, but I don't forget. The fact that you put me through that does not make me want to hang out with you. Especially not in Denver. What are we, what are we going to do? Go, go have breakfast together? Chit-chat? Talk about how much you love being in Denver. Get the fuck out of here. 
I could care less. So then the rest of the day, I went and sightseed, you know, look, went around, toured the city, did, did some hiking, you know, at the Red Rock, Red Rock Park, scouted the race, went to uh, some dinosaur uh, park that was there, uh, took some good pictures, chilled with the maniacs, you know, the other people in my club, who actually value what I do. Sorry. That's the thing, Ben. You talk smack, but you don't back it up. I only talk smack in stuff that I can back up. I you never see me talking shit about being good at golf, whooping people's ass at golf, baseball, or freaking basketball. You don't see me challenging Stork to a, a tip-off or a baseball duel. No, because I'm terrible at it. I played baseball maybe a handful of times and I suck. So, yeah. And uh, but I will say this: like hanging out with the maniacs. I mean, there was a lot of maniacs during the, during the race. But it it, it is kind of clicky, you know. Like maniacs who've hung out with other maniacs before tend to stick to themselves, and then others just hang out with other people. Like it's you know it's smaller groups, but then everybody shows up for the maniac picture. Uh, right before the race I actually got to hold the banner uh, Luckily For the Maniac picture It's my cover photo on Facebook In case you want to check it out But yeah, it was uh, It was a good race um, But then That was the begin- That was supposed to be the beginning of Three in a week Which was going to be my progression To help me do a 50 50 miler eventually but uh, that, you know, ended up not happening because, okay, so that was Sunday. Then that next Thursday and Friday, I was supposed to, you know, Wednesday afternoon. I left work earlier on 4, went to the airport in Columbus. I was supposed to fly to Salt Lake City via Chicago. Well, apparently some storm hit Chicago that grounded all the flights. Well, I still don't know why airlines do this. But apparently the flight that was supposed to leave Columbus to Chicago United Airlines, mind you Again, I feel bad for them But not really I mean, it's not 100% their fault this time But anyways um, So I don't understand how The flight who was spo- that was supposed to go Columbus, Chicago Was going to come from Chicago first so it never left Chicago because of the storm. So then we were delayed. And there was no other way to reroute me to Salt Lake City because it was at this point of 6 six thirty in the afternoon. There was no way to get there uh, any other way via United or any other airline. It was just too late. So I had to basically wait there to see if the Chicago flight would arrive to go back to Chicago. Well luckily my plane that was supposed to leave Chicago Salt Lake City, so like my connection in Chicago was also delayed. It was supposed to leave at eight, and then it got delayed to ten twenty. Okay, well, so as long as the flight going to Chicago left Columbus around nine ish, I would have, well, with the time difference, I would have gotten there plenty of time. Well, the plane wasn't leaving Chicago, and then. Eventually, it said it was going to get to Columbus by 10.57. Arrival time in Chicago, 11.30. My flight to Salt Lake City would have left by then. 
like, well, we can reroute you and you can get there, you know, Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. I'm like, look, no. The whole reason of me taking time off work was to do both races in one trip. If I'm just going there for one race, one state, I eventually have to come back to do that same state again. No, 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 no. I initially, that was the initial plan when I was supposed to do, you know, Wyoming mid-July and then... Well, actually, no, Idaho mid-July or end of July. And then, um, yeah, I think it's Idaho Idaho Falls Marathon, end of July. And then Labor Day weekend, Wyoming, the Jackson Hole Marathon. That was my initial plan. So the only reason I'm doing this is because I can do two in one, in one go. That's the, that's, that's the whole point. Well, if I can't do that now, then fuck it. I don't want to go to Chicago. So, refund me my flight, please. Oh, uh, well, you have to call the hotline to do that. 40 minutes hold and on hold. And finally, it happened. So, I got my $333 back. But then now, I mean, I basically had to go to work because I had nothing else to do. And I couldn't do part two and part three of, you know, the three in a week. Luckily, the only money I lost, because I had not paid the, you know, I had not paid the rental car yet. So, that didn't get charged to me. Uh, I lost a $60 deposit at the campground for the one night. Um, I informed my brother, hey, I'm not coming, so no big deal. Um, and uh, the race fees for both races uh, got deferred to the following year. So now I'm doing Bear Lake, Idaho, and Wyoming next June. Uh, so the new problem now is that Initially, I was going to end all 50 states with California, the LA Marathon in March. But now, I'm doing Idaho and Wyoming next June. So, it's going to be the last two. And I said from the beginning that I did not want the one of the, the last one to be some shitty state that I don't like. Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska, Idaho, Maine. No. I want it to be a good race that's, you know, a good state. Where people can, you know, come and cheer me on and whatever. So, um, I'm going to have to tweak something. And right now, the only options are, you know, not do LA next year and postpone it to 2019. And then do San Francisco next July as the California race to end with California. My brother's going to be in Sacramento. So, that's doable. Or... Do a race the very next week after Wyoming next year in Las Vegas, but it would be a hundred miles. So I would technically have to take mm, more, like five days off work, maybe. Um, but it would take care of my hundred mile race, so I would have to postpone doing Key West in in May, and um, it would count as my. Um, my Nevada race. So I would have to postpone my Nevada race this August. So those are the two options. I'm trying to see. I haven't decided. I haven't made a decision yet. Oh, and I haven't looked into any other option. I'm sure there's others, but again, I got time, I guess, now to think about it because I can technically put more races between, you know, December and next June in different states because I still have those two. Idaho and Wyoming to finish and all, and it's before I go to law school so it's actually you know good and beneficial but that but that's that's basically what happened um, and 
like I said, I don't blame United because it was the weather in Chicago. And I've connected through Chicago multiple times and never had an issue. First time, there was an issue. Um, it's also the second time ever that I've had a delay with flights. The first time was in 2007 when uh, coming back from New York City, my first trip to New York City, um, went with my dad. You know, he was going on business. I just tagged along. On the way back, I was supposed to fly New York, D.C., D.C., Columbus. Well, the New York flight left late. And um, I missed the D.C. flight. So they had me leave the next morning and I had to spend the night with my cousin. But, hey, I mean, that's the only two times ever I've had plane issues. And I get why people were pissed. I mean, it's United. So they've, I mean, they've had bad luck after bad luck of, of event, you know, event, unfortunate event after unfortunate event. And they don't really handle it well. Like, for example, having to talk to all those people and reroute their flights, there was only two workers there. You probably should send more workers to handle a, that crisis situation. On top of that, we weren't the only flight that got delayed. Newark got delayed, United Airlines, and DC United Airlines got delayed too. And they were, again, coming from DC to go back to DC, coming from Newark to go back to Newark. I don't know why those two got delayed because the bad weather was in Chicago. It was in the Midwest. So I have no idea why those flights got delayed. But, I mean, three flights in one afternoon being delayed, that's kind of, you know, shitty. And with only two workers rerouting people, yeah, no. There was long lines, people getting frustrated. Like, it's just, you don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, I mean, you could handle it better. Mind you, I did get my refund. So, all right, no big deal. Um, but, you know, now, I gotta, it's, it's making things complicated. But, again, I always think to what I even, I, and that's what gets me about people. I preach and I do what I preach. I don't preach something and then like do something else. So like I remember, you know, what's her face? Little Miss Boston, I told her when we couldn't get to that Louisville race she wanted to do, hey, nobody has this goal set up but you. Kind of like right now, like the 50 states, yeah, it's a goal that is set by people because there's a club and there's an award. But there's no deadline. You don't have to get there within a certain time frame. As long as you get there, that's fine. I have the time frame in my head because I want to do. I don't want to be doing this while going to law school, and this is taxing. Like it's making me think about you know the next step that I said and I've mentioned. You know, trying to do one in each Mexican state, or trying to do one in each European country. That would be like a lot of. Flights, a lot of possibilities of delay, a lot of money. Not all Mexican states have an actual marathon, and it'd be a lot of time off work, which I probably don't have. So I'm gonna have to maybe not do that until I have, you know, a decent law degree and lawyer job, you know, whatever the case may be. So that's gonna have to take a back seat. So once I do the 50 states, I think my marathon goals would have been accomplished. And then, you know, 50 miler, 100 miler, done. I don't I don't see myself turning into the Steve. Steve Walters from the club, 
that dude, Marathon Freak, you are insane. Like, a 100-mile race after a 100-mile race, like, when you did three in, like, seven weeks, no, I could never do that. That's ridiculous. So, I cannot see myself becoming that, but then again, I'm at the point where I know, you know, never to say never, because you don't know with running. I once said I would never do another marathon, and then here I am. So, we'll see how that goes. Now, um, thankfully, I have July 3rd off from work, so I have a a four-day weekend, Um, so I can actually entertain the idea of flying to New Mexico um, on Saturday, July 1st, coming back July 3rd to take care of Angel Fire. That would be, you know, that's next up on the list, and then... My other July race will be Montana. That's uh, July 23rd. Hopefully, I can get a flight to Salt Lake City and uh, take care of Montana get that one out of the way. Then we got, you know, if I postpone Vegas, then I only have Alaska in August. And then September, you know, it gets kind of hectic because I have, you know, five five or six uh, marathons that month, birthday month. And then October, you know, same thing, same deal. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that was basically the Denver report. Um, met some good maniacs. Had a decent time. The medal looked cool. Uh, the race was all right. Oh, another thing about the race. They give you free photos. And there were pictures being taken like every other mile. So, I'm, you know, I decided, hey, let me pose for each picture. And I did, you know, my signature. I eat you for breakfast. I eat marathons for breakfast pose. Um, and then, you know, I started getting creative. I did the money bike. I did the clutch Kobe. Um, I even, you know, celebrated like some of the Jillaroos. I did the Sonic, the Money Money, you know, Johnny Football, you know, for Nicole. Um, did the Allen, you know, just pointing at people. Um, did the You Can't See Me, John Cena. Um, but I went, when I looked at the pictures, not all of them were on the website for me to get free. I'm like, okay, so clearly they either A, missed the picture or didn't put them online, which that's an asshole move. But anyways, whatever. It is what it is. Well, um, that is all we have uh, for this episode. It is a short but sweet one. We have to discuss, you know, the report and upcoming races. Uh, check us out on Facebook, you know, Alex Ferrari. The episodes are there. Twitter, Super Asshole Megs. Snapchat, Super Megs. Uh, SoundCloud, the channel, Supermex. Uh, we will be on YouTube as always. Um, and then, uh, you have any questions, just hit me up until next time. Take it easy and God bless.